0: Hi, everyone. I'm Morgan.
1: And I'm Alex.
0: You are listening to
1: Suspicion.
0: (laughs) I can't really take you seriously. So, like Jessica and I mentioned, Jesse is out for a couple of weeks. So, I luckily have my awesome fiancé here to record with me.
1: Yeah, thanks, Morgan. Happy to be here.
0: I'm so excited that you were doing this. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, I'm really excited to do the story that you chose.
1: Yeah, this is a big story Um, a few years ago that... Um, was crazy and you know, i was big in the sports world but then i think it also made it its way into the mainstream press as well
0: yes because when i was facetiming with jesse and i told her what story we were doing the name she didn't uh, know but the background of the story she even she knew about it mm-hmm. and we don't really watch football me and her so yeah started off
1: so in 2012 the world was supposedly going to end according to the mayan calendar in a way the world of Manti Te'o did get severely disrupted his beloved maternal grandmother, Annette, passed away, and in the same couple of hours, so did his girlfriend.
0: Do you remember that, the 2012
1: yeah, calendar thing? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it was going to end on, like, December 21st, 2012.
0: Yes, because I remember my friend and I were driving to a, oh, what were we, oh, we were driving to someone's party or something. hmm and the sky got super dark as we went over a bridge, huh. and it looked really, really creepy. And we thought, okay, this actually might be it. Yeah. But luckily, we're still here. Okay, sorry.
1: Matt Tao is a devout Mormon who grew up in Hawaii. In a very loving and supportive family including including four sisters and a brother to parents brian and atelia on the hawaiian island of maui his football career after high school was also very impressive for a kid from hawaii top linebacker recruit in the country and he decides to go to notre dame after praying on it wins freshman all-american honors leads the team in tackles finished second in the Heisman voting. In 2012, he would have been the number one draft pick in the NFL, but decided to stay one more year at no- Notre Dame and help them change their record, which he did.
0: In his third year of college, Manti was contacted online by a woman named Lanae Kikua, a 22-year-old Stanford University student. While dating, Lenae was in a serious car accident in California where while recovering in the hospital, she was diagnosed with leukemia. Manti did many interviews regarding his girlfriend's condition, telling Sports Illustrated writer Pete Thamel that relatives had told Manti when he was on the phone with her in the hospital room, her breathing rate would increase at the sound of his voice. So after the car accident, she was supposedly in a coma, Mm -hmm. but people told this sports illustrated writer that he would call her and stay on the phone with her almost overnight that relatives said that she she could hear the sound of his voice and you know kind of like they could tell that she was actually responding to his voice
1: yeah so i mean honestly like when all this came out i was kind of under the impression that he made the whole thing up but Uh it seems like he was actually communicating with somebody
0: on September 12, 2012, Manti finds out that his beloved maternal grandmother had passed away the day before. Linay calls and consoles him, saying she will support him through this. However, two hours later, Manti gets a call from Linay's brother, saying she is gone. Mm-hmm. Later that day, he had a football game where he played his heart out, saying that his grandmother and girlfriend would have wanted him to continue playing. Okay, now this is where... I start to get skeptical of him, right? One week later, on the day of his girlfriend's funeral, Manti had an incredible game where the Notre Dame team won. However, after the win, the only question from reporters was why was he there and not at her funeral? Mm -hmm. He said that Linnae made him promise he wouldn't miss a game, going on to tell reporters, quote, all she wanted was some white roses. So I sent her roses and sent her two interceptions along with that, unquote, and I wrote, I roll from me.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> what? What?
0: Well, that's so weird to say. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I was going to say, what kind of uh, brought this back to light for me was someone on Facebook posted this meme. It was like, today is the 10 year anniversary of, oh, Manti- yeah. th- of the death of Manti Teo's fake girlfriend.
0: I know. It. I mean, at this point, it starts to get a little bit weird. Yeah. But again, later on, you find out that he had never Skyped her mm-hmm. with her. He had never, they had never met in person. So...
1: And, and what, sorry, but what yeah. What adds, like, some uh, skepticism to it is, like, this guy is, you know, one of the top college football players in the country going to the NFL. Like, he could probably get a girl on the no- Notre Dame campus.
0: Yeah. Like, so why, why Stanford?
1: Why, yeah. Why is he resorting yeah. to
0: this? Because Notre Dame's in Pennsylvania, right?
1: Indiana. Oh,
0: Indiana. Yeah. Okay. Same, same thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just kidding. <laughs> on January 7th, 2013, the 2012 college football season ended with Alabama crushing Notre Dame and Manti coming in second for the Heisman Trophy. Now that college football is over, people start to focus on the tragic love story of Manti and Linnae finding some indiscrepancies.
1: The first point where people started to invalidate the relationship between these two is when it comes to light that there is no social security record of the death of Lene Marie Kakua, as well as no obituary, no funeral announcement, and no record of this name in the Stanford Registrar's Office. No birth record. That car accident she was in? No record.
0: I feel like people should have maybe that already don't you think if he's the biggest college football player Mm -hmm. when he says that his girlfriend is from stanford and she dies don't you think that the first thing a reporter for like people magazine or something would do would be to call up stanford and say oh wow that's really sad about your student or something yeah because another thing that i saw was that there was no record of her death in the stanford newspaper
1: Mm -hmm. Because student deaths get, like, so much press.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. within the college. Yeah. hmm
1: And um, what I'm wondering is, how did his teammates and, like, the coaches react to this? Because To, he...
0: to her supposed death? Yeah, or... because,
1: like, he had to, you know, they were probably trying to console him and stuff, oh, and then yeah. he had to, like, you know, basically maintain this whole story the whole time. The only online evidence of Lene Kikua was some Twitter and Instagram accounts. These records also start to go up in flames when a 22-year-old Californian woman came forward to Deadspin magazine, identifying the photos of Kakua as those taken from her personal note, her personal Facebook. She goes on to say she had never even met Manti. No matter what, Manti was talking to someone on the phone named Lenee. He was interacting with someone named Linnea on social media, but if she doesn't exist where she said she did, and the pictures of her are in fact some, someone else, then who was he communicating with?
0: Deadspin Magazine broke the story of the now-called catfishing of Manti. The true girlfriend was a 22-year-old man named Rania Tuya Sosopo. Sorry, I'm so sorry for butchering that last name. Huh. Renaya was a former high school quarterback from Los Angeles. He had created the identity of Lene Kakua in 2008, reaching out to many others before finding a connection with Manti. Turns out that Renaya did have a female cousin who had been in a horrible car accident. And this female cousin had also been diagnosed with leukemia. Ronaya had played football in high school, but due to transferring schools twice, his junior and senior year, it put a wrench in any prospective career. One thing to come out of this second transfer his senior year was he actually met the woman whose pictures he would eventually take from her Facebook account to create the fictional Linnae. After high school in 2008, Ronaya helped his father, a pastor in a church in California, where Renaya led the church's band and started a semi-small YouTube music career. When he released a small album on YouTube, it was endorsed by Manti through social media in 2011. So in 2011, Manti Teo on his like Twitter, Instagram account, Mm -hmm put out Rania's information and was like, oh, this album's great in 2011, yeah. okay? He didn't start dating Lanae until 2012. Mm-hmm. So think about that for a second. Yeah. This is where the catfishing story becomes even weirder. Did Manti help the catfisher by using the story to get sympathy and press? Well, according to Twitter, in May 2012, Manti had retweeted Ronaya when he had mentioned he might play football in Hawaii. It goes on to say that he used, so Manti is also Samoan, and it goes on to say that he used a Samoan term um, that means brother, Mm -hmm. saying like, oh, good luck, brother, Mm -hmm. let's meet up. Mm -hmm. In June of 2012, Manti wished him a happy birthday. Then another woman came forward who was friends with Ronaya's father, Saying the two boys were basically family friends. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it seems like Manti and Renaya had come together and decided to do this weird plan. I don't know. Yeah. What, like, why though? That's, uh, that's the thing. That's so
1: weird. A lot of people thought that he was trying to get sympathy like from fans and, and voters Uh, for the heisman trophy voting so he eventually ended up coming in second but he thought that you know kind of playing through this adversity would, would help his case to win the heisman trophy award
0: how do you who votes for the heisman trophy
1: pretty sure it's sports writers
0: okay and is it based off of merit or football or uh uh
1: you know both play on the field basically okay performance before deadspin released their investigation into the catfishing Manti had returned to Hawaii for Christmas, telling his parents that his dead girlfriend had called him, saying she wasn't dead, but faking it to fool murderous drug dealers.
0: Murderous drug dealers? Just say, like, loan sharks or something.
1: (laughs) Manti, at this point, told his parents he thought his girlfriend was actually not real and was made up by someone else. (laughs) (laughs) I know. This is where it gets absurd. Once his parents found out about this, they wanted Manti to tell the whole story to Notre Dame and his agent to get in front of this story. This agent told them he was going to speak with legal representatives and such to come up with a statement. After three weeks, the Deadspin investigation was published and nothing was said from Notre Dame or Manti until a written statement in January where Manti said he had been conned and was embarrassed.
0: I also saw briefly that the agent is is or was hmm, I can't I can't remember the agent of Drew Brees. quarterback oh, really? for the Saints.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Notre Dame's athletic director, Jack Swarbrick, had a press conference regarding this and through tears said that Manti was the blameless victim of a complex catfishing scam.
0: <laughs> I guess he was like holding back tears. <laughs> huh. Complex catfishing scam.
1: Crazy. Mm-hmm. Everyone would become even more confused when two days later, Manti was interviewed by ESPN. His timeline contradicts the one Swarbrick put out in this conference. Manti told ESPN that the Lene revealed the hoax on December 6th, but Swarbrick said Manti hadn't told Notre Dame until the 26th. What's weird about this timeline? Why does it matter how long he waited to tell Notre Dame? Well, because on December 8th, Two days after his dead girlfriend told him she was actually alive, leading him to believe she wasn't real, he gave an interview to a group of journalists saying, I lost both my grandparents and my girlfriend to cancer. Here's the thing. This was right before the announcement of the Heisman Trophy results. Mm -hmm. So maybe he didn't want this to overshadow his potential win?
0: So I think you were right about that. It's Mm -hmm. the Heisman Trophy thing.
1: On January
0: 31st and February 1st, 2013... So this was a two-day episode. Mm-hmm. Renaya told his side of the story on my mom's favorite show, Dr. Phil. <laughs> Did you know that? No. It's her favorite show. We literally, on our DVR at my parents' house, have, at all times, at least 30 recorded episodes of yeah. Dr. Phil. According to Ranaya. Manti, not he, had initiated contact with Lene. Manti and Lene broke up two weeks before Lene supposedly died because Manti had been seeing other girls. This breakup actually hurt Renaya because he had fallen in love with Manti.
1: <laughs> Boom.
0: Yeah. A source told TMZ that Renaya had said he invented the persona of Linay online because he was coming to terms with his feelings towards men. The breakup really loosened something in him, leading to tell Manti that Linay had died. One interesting thing about the Dr. Phil special was that <laughs> this is crazy that this even happened. Dr. Phil kept asking Renaya to speak in his Lene voice. Mm -hmm. Because they had a voicemail from quote-unquote her on Manti's cell phone. And so he wanted to hear the Lene voice. Renaya does the voice and when he did it the network had FBI analysts there to evaluate his voice to the voicemail and they found it was a complete match. Nuts. Do you think Manti... Was was in on it, or do you think he was catfish?
1: Hmm, I think the whole thing is just so absurd that I think he was in on it. You do? Yeah.
0: I don't know, and like, see, this is a tricky case because what really comes from it? You you can't. Yeah. You can't prosecute somebody for pretending to be somebody else, and you also can't prosecute somebody for trying to get sympathy from the press but it's shady overall
1: yeah it's just really embarrassing and i think it i don't know exactly how much it did but it could have hurt his stock in the his draft stock in the nfl draft
0: yeah yeah that's true
1: manti teo's final statement from deadspin this is incredibly embarrassing to talk about but over an extended period of time I developed an emotional relationship with the woman I met online. <laughs> we maintained what I thought to be an authentic relationship by communicating frequently online <laughs> and on the phone. And I grew to care deeply about her. <laughs> to realize that I was a victim of what this whole thing is just so crazy. To realize that I was a victim of what was imagine writing this. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, <laughs> I love
0: how you can't get through without yeah, laughing. To, Why you just think it's absurd? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. To realize what I, to realize that I was a victim of what was apparently someone's sick joke and constant lies was and is painful and humiliating. It further pains me that the grief I felt and the sympathies expressed to me at the time of my grandmother's death in September were in any way deepened by what I believe to be another significant loss in my life. I am enormously grateful for the support of my family, friends, and Notre Notre Dame fans throughout this year. To think that I shared with them my happiness about my relationship and details that I thought to be true about her just makes me sick. And
0: so that goes back to your, what does his teammates think about this? Because they were comforting him and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: As Morgan points to where I left off. (laughs) Um, I, right here, right? Yeah. I hope that people can understand how trying and confusing this whole experience has been. In retrospect, I obviously should have been much more cautious. If anything good comes of this, I hope it is that others will be far more guarded when they engage with people online than I was. Fortunately, I have many wonderful things in my life, and I'm looking forward to putting this painful experience behind me as I focus preparing for the NFL draft. Manti Teo was eventually drafted in the second round of the NFL draft to the San Diego Chargers, where he played with them from 2013 to 2017, and then the New Orleans Saints from 2017 to the present.
0: Yeah, so he was in round two Yeah, of the draft. And I
1: think earlier we said that he was maybe going to be the number one pick in the draft if he came out of yeah. college a year earlier.
0: Yeah, if he had stopped like his junior year yeah. rather than his senior year, but... You're probably right that this whole kind of bad press on him may have affected mm-hmm. his pick. But it is...
1: It just I mean, I'm just thinking about, like, you know, uh, future relationships with teammates, like, in the NFL.
0: Or future relationships with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been catfished?
1: No. I mean, I remember back in the day, like, on MySpace and like Facebook, people would mm-hmm. make, like, the fake profiles with, like, the person's profile picture. What? Stuff like that. <laughs> I never did oh, I don't that. have that.
0: Well, I didn't have a MySpace. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was one of those people that I got a Facebook the day before I went to high school. Because remember when it first came out, it was only for high school and college kids. Yeah. What if I told you you're being catfished right now?
1: Oh wow! And I
0: remove a mask.
1: I would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have you ever seen the show Catfish?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. We watch a lot of reality TV. I feel like that would be a good one to...
0: That's a good one to add on to yeah, Yeah, add on
1: to our list.
0: Well, if you or someone you know think you might be getting catfished or have been catfished, there's a really good article on Huffington Post by Stephanie Michelle called, I was catfished. This is what I decided to do. And I'll post this link to this article on our website suspicion.com and you can check us out on all forms of social media except for twitter Mm -hmm. do you know how to use a twitter you used to tweet did you
1: back in the day but not anymore
0: remember when you had a snapchat for like three months Mm -hmm. yeah so please rate review subscribe check out the social media and jessica will be back soon Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, and stay suspicious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesse will be so proud.